parle français un peu. Your girl's French? You do the Caesar. Yo, what's good, beautiful people? It is whatever day you're listening to this on. I'm your host, Sono, and this is the Vowels Pod. good beautiful people so here's an episode i recorded a couple of weeks ago with some of my good friends now in this episode after a few celebratory tequila shots asmr included we talked about the authenticity in code switching for those who might not know what code switching is it's essentially when you change the way you speak when you're around different people or different types of people or different environments as a whole Then we kind of dove into the whole love-fear dynamic and social interactions. And finally, whether or not you should apologize even when you did nothing wrong. It was a pretty interesting conversation. The real conversation begins somewhere around the five and a half minute mark. So um, please let me know your thoughts on the new format. I know all the episodes before this have kind of just been story times with just me. So hopefully you enjoy it. And without further ado, Les Ciseurs. Already has okay. the Asian glow going. I see. The what glow? South Asian glow. Oh, Are we allowed she... to say that on the podcast? Not racist. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. It's all no, good. It's not racist. If you say. Yes, of course. Mm, yeah. But you know, it's because they're actually just allergic to alcohol. What do you mean? They don't. That's they can't true. metabolize it properly. That is true. Then why do the Jap- Why do the Japanese drink so much sake? Why do their faces go red immediately after they drink it? I don't know. I don't look at oh Japanese faces when I drink. Oh, they, they go Okay, this is definitely <laughs> culturally inappropriate. All right, you guys want to get started? Sure. I like the vibe. Gila, you need your microphone to ask that question. Wait, wait. Oh, we're starting? Yeah. You want to take the shot? On air. On air. On air. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> so big. Lord, have mercy. Yep, we're going to talk about Chloe Bailey on this podcast. <laughs> that, that is a trending topic. It is. It's very trendy. So she she licked her microphone. She didn't realize, though. Apparently, she didn't realize, yeah. Until after. Yeah, that's uh, Illuminati confirmed. Allegedly. Yeah, period. I am Sasha Fear Squared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I said that's exactly what I was about to say, she got into her new persona. Mm-hmm. Alter ego. Mm-hmm. And that's what Gila is worshipping with Queen Bee. Yes. Are we going to talk about Beyonce took that blood diamond? No? Yes. Okay. I also took the blood diamond. When was this? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that? Oh, that the, Tiffany's thing. Oh, the thing where she's a... Oh, that was, that was, yes. It's, yeah, it's stolen. That makes sense. Wait, yeah. they stole it? No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> didn't steal. Beyonce stole. <laughs> stole. So, guys, no, it's, Beyonce it's, it's stole like the blood diamond. It's like long-stolen thing. Wait, it's stolen? Yes. Is and everyone was, everyone was coming at Beyonce Tiffany? being like... No, yeah, basically from, from a mine in... No, the diamond itself was stolen from a mine in South Africa, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. thought you meant that after she touched it, a few days later, someone stole it. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. She was wearing a diamond that has been previously stolen. So everyone was like, yo, Beyonce, Beyonce why you do Beyonce. that? Beyonce, Beyonce. No, it's fine. Are you happy to be Paris? Of course. Les Ciseurs. <laughs> Les Ciseurs. <laughs> that's the title of the episode. That's the right there, Les Ciseurs. Ew. <laughs> <Bet>. I know. <laughs> 
All right, thanks for coming through, guys. Um, I got my friends with me today. I will start with intros from this one over here to my left. Hi, guys. My name is Yoma. I am Eloha's little... Sono's little brother. I hate whenever he does this because he got... Oh, just call me Sono. I've never, <laughs> once, I've never once said that to you. <laughs> no, no, not you saying it to me, but you saying it to everyone else. I'm just like... I don't say I don't say I never say call me Sono. Yeah, for that if I'm ordering food, I will always say Sono because just easier. I'm like Aloha. Aloha. Can you spell Alejo? No. But yes, my name is Yoma. I'm his younger brother, and yeah. What do you do? I currently have a broken leg. Okay, cool. And then this gentleman in front of me here. Oh, my name is Emmanuel. Uh, second names aren't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a master's student. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Come on now. And then we got the lady in the building. Uh, my name is Gila. Why are you so nervous? Yeah, man? right? I can see your heart <laughs> pounding. <laughs> you think, I get nervous. You and think I'm that tequila would help, life. right? I get nervous. Oh, yeah. Speaking of tequila, your birthday's coming up in a couple of days. Oh, thank so you. let's just do a quick shot. Get to so Toast to Cheers. Eye contact, guys. Mm-hmm. Of course. Eye contact, or you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't think that's a possibility. Mm. Oh, <clears throat> what's this? Twenty twenty? That was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah. twenty twenty lemonade. Moscato is <laughs> actually from twenty twenty. So yeah, it has the year on the bottle. So yesterday. I guess we're just going to start talking randomly. So that's how this works. Sure. So yesterday... Oh, the tequila's hitting you? <laughs> hey, at least you're home. Please continue. Yeah, exactly. You're home. You're good. Yeah. Um. So yesterday I was at work. And a customer comes in and she's all talking. And we're just like doing the things. And I'm helping her out. And then after all, she sees my name on my name tag. You can drink. You don't need to hide from the microphone. I just don't want to give them an ASMR. The AM- I mean, it's okay. We, we can edit stuff out. It's a podcast. <sighs> exactly. But yeah, so she's, um like, we're talking or whatever, and then she sees my name on my name tag. She says, where are you from? I'm like, I'm Nigerian, but I <laughs> was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what her throat locked on. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, oh, you're Lord. mid-gulp, and it's just like... It just spasms? <laughs> go down <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, are we good are we good <laughs> yeah so we're talking she's my name she asked me where i'm from i'm like yeah i'm from nigeria it's like oh i'm from nigeria so why are you talking like this i'm like we're talking like how um <laughs> this is just how i talk it and then she's like I ask her where she's from she's like well i'm half Ghanaian, half nigerian she's like oh true nice to meet you whatever talking normally she's like oh so do you speak pigeon and like, of course I speak to you. And it's like, hey, so why they talk to me like this now? And I was like, oh, okay. And then like, so we spent like a good, because she didn't have anywhere to go. She stayed for the full hour while I was finishing up work for her. And then it kind of just hit me like how much more comfortable I was talking with her in Pigeon. Or like once I had known, okay, she's from where I'm from. Like we could just talk casually versus when she was there. And it was like, hey, yeah, what's up? What can I help you with today? This and that. So then it crossed my mind. Actually, first of all, do you guys code switch? All yeah, the time. Definitely. I think we all do, even <laughs> if we don't mean to, like mm-hmm. subconsciously. Because like I've heard that I sound more Nigerian when I'm talking to my parents. Yep. Yeah, so, that's true. Same with me. 
Like you sound Nigerian. Not Nigerian but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sound more Kenyan when I'm talking to my friends from back home. Yeah. I sound more Kenyan when I'm talking to my friends and family. I'm when you're family. relaxed, you're more Kenyan, I find. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna, if, yeah, we're if gonna... I'm comfortable with someone, like my Kenyan accent comes off. Hopefully, we we hear it in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it crossed my mind, too, because... So, like, yeah, when I'm with Nigerian people, it's like, you can't tell that I'm not Nigerian. Or if I'm in the barbershop with Jamaican people, it's like, yo, what are going blah, 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 blah. Oh, and no, then it's for like, me, you can tell. You can tell. That what? That I am not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're different. <laughs> but is there, do you think there's an element of like inauthenticity in code switching? Like, do you think is. you're, do you think if you code switch, for example, that you're inauthentic, you're not being true to yourself? Because you guys used to accuse you, and so him say, and my I was sister. I say my thing, but I want them to go first. Like, you used, like, to, accuse, you used to accuse me of, um, of being fake or like putting on an accent, but it was never something I was conscious of. Mm. So like, do you think there's an element of inauthenticity in code switching? There definitely is, but I think it was necessary. Because when I first came here, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, wow, where are you from? Why do you sound like that? <laughs> you can speak English so well. I was like, that's the, no. only, English. That's the, only, only, language. That's the only language I've ever known. Ever. It's that's crazy. the only language I speak. Yeah. So when I got here, I didn't speak like this. But then I was just like, I don't feel like answering those questions every time I meet someone new. Mm-hmm. Wait, you mean you don't speak Corsa? That's I'm not that <laughs> I've only lived there. (laughs) But no, it's like, I had to. And I feel like I've had friends who are in the States and who are here who've Mm -hmm. had similar experiences, so they understand. Yeah, exactly. I think Gila, our friend Laura, Mm -hmm. we had this conversation where she was like, it makes things so much easier in a sense because no Mm -hmm. one questions your intelligence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So on one hand, that's kind of, it's kind of messed up because it's like, why should that be a measure of my intelligence, how I sound like? But at the Big same time, facts. it's like, I completely understand. Yeah. Because it just makes things so much easier. Less, just yeah. less bothersome to deal with. Because mm-hmm. you don't want people up in your face like, wow. Where are you from? Oh, you, you speak, sound, you your sound English like you, is so good. Yeah, you've only been here for a few years. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree with that. I feel like it depends on when you're code switching. So, like, if if like I'm talking to my Kenyan friends and I switch accents or I even talk speak in Swahili, mm. that's authentic because I don't even like, realize hey, I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. he speaks. He speaks. I do. He speaks Swahili. I do on Thursdays. Yeah. But okay, on Thursdays you speak Swahili. Okay. Mm. So if it's like that, then I feel like that's authentic. But then now what Harawa just explained. And like, um, and when I gave my intro, I said, You want to know my last name? <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it up. I'll leave no, it no, up. no, it's good. It's I've never called him Emmanuel in my whole life. Yeah. So, sorry. I'm so That's true. Like, I call him Hawazi because of you. Hawazi, like, yeah. Huh. Anyways. But yeah, sometimes I find myself doing that um, just to get like fair treatment or to have to, like, at work, for example, like, mm-hmm. I'll speak like in a Canadian accent. Just so they don't think less of me. Because when I go in with my Kenyan accent, they What do you do for work? Is it corporate? I work work in marketing. Of course. Social media marketing. Oh, true. Hmm. Yes. Are you an influencer? So in the corporate... I'm not an influencer, (laughs) no. (laughs) The strategy part. Uh, True. So in the corporate world, that's that's the thing that... I I also found interesting too. When I was working, I guess in an office setting last year, 
there was one day where I just decided, you know, what? I'm gonna wear a durag to work, and it it was a struggle. So one of my boys, he he works like big corporate, like IT tech company, and um, like he wears his durag to work all the time. And I'm like, I'm gonna try that one day, just just for bands. And then, and I had my hair like in twists, so I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely need to like have a durag on to go to work. And I put my durag on, and I'm like, can I go to work like this? Why is why is a durag unprofessional? And then it kind of came back to the whole school of thought of European or Eurocentrism being the benchmark for professionalism and then us having to adapt to that. But I feel like us, me millennials, y'all Gen Zs, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like our generation has definitely kind of fought to to break down those stereotypes. Like I deliberately do certain things now just to have someone try my intelligence. Mm. It's just one of them things that we just do because we also just like to be shit starters, shit disturbers. For me, in the beginning, especially when I used to, because when we were in Jamaica, Elha never used to, Sono never used to speak pigeon. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) So he never used to speak pigeon English at all. Mm -hmm. So when he came to Canada and started having more and more Nigerian friends his age, he started speaking more. I'm just like, you're faking it. Yeah. It's not real. That's not you. That's not the you that I know. Mm-hmm. And as much as I would like to stick with the way that I believed when I was younger, that is, yo, it's fake. It technically is because it had to be forced <coughs> at one point, in my opinion. Okay. But then also, I can also see it from the point of view of when I came to Canada, I had a significantly stronger Jamaican accent than I do now. And I lost it pretty quickly just because of who i surrounded myself with Mm -hmm. so i feel that it's two trains of thought you can either do it purposefully because you're trying to hide your i don't know heritage culture Mm -hmm. your background background. but then it's also subconscious in the sense that you know those posters just like yo when we break up don't be using these sayings because i gave you those (laughs) so it's just like the more you hang around those people the more you sound like them yeah and by those people, I mean <laughs> no, no. I just mean anyone who isn't from your background. Yeah. I guess yeah. the the majority in wherever you live is kind of how you acclimatize. For some people, but like, so for example, Toby and Wigwe, I was watching, this was months ago. I was watching, I was at work, I was just like had my AirPods in doing my thing. And I was watching this video that he posted. It was just him and his like friends in the studio just like talking, shooting the shit. And, um, the video I wrote it down. The video was called um, "We Don't Conf- We Don't Conform No More," and basically it was um just talking about like there's a they experience a new level of freedom with with just not pretending or not putting on airs for anyone that they were around. They were just like completely authentically themselves wherever they went, and that's one thing I respect about him because like his <laughs> what is going on? What what are you guys doing? Are we going to take sorry. a break and get you some lemonade? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking around because I thought it was by my feet. Where is it? I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, it's here. No. Get your lemonade, man. Thank <laughs> you, good sir. You're like, oh, man. I'm just glad that there's no possible way that I'm drunk because that one shot is <laughs> nothing. I feel like I you should be the tipsiest one? one here, and I'm trying very hard to keep it professional. No, you no need. I, I don't want I don't want y'all to put on airs. I'm gonna just be like, nah, I'm trying to be fake. 
This yeah. is good. This have is how I'm, I'm trying to code switch for code this switch. podcast. <laughs> have one more shot. Yeah. Have another shot. Or I got mine poured already. Period. Yes, let's go. <laughs> He's ready. Do you want one Sono? He's driving. I'm driving. Y'all don't have to call me Sono. You guys don't call me Sono. So I'm don't. driving. You too. want the world to call you that. It's I'm just driving like how We too. don't want to call Emmanuel his last name just in case anyone... <laughs> Finds him on the so internet. They can no, no, they can find me. Harawa, I mean, if you Google Harawa me, two five four. Look at that. If you Google him, no, if they Google, me, come on let's, now. Let's look him up on IMDb. Ooh, I mean, if you Google me right now, it'll give you a link to IAAF. Gang. Oh, come on now. Come on. An athlete. An athlete. All right, this is. Oh shit! Why didn't play? Oh Jesus, man. Touch me. The smell makes me sick. Uh, Woo! Oh, so he sings too. Come on now. I'm a man of many talents. Check him on mystery. SoundCloud. Stream. Get him his shot. Right, so where was I? They were saying that they experienced a new level of freedom when he stopped trying to make white people comfortable with the way he talked and dressed, like the whole nine. So um almost immediately my mind flashed to the first podcast episode. That I like the I think it was the trailer of the first pod that I recorded. And it was very I sounded very white to myself. I was like, why am I doing this? But I know that I have an issue with mumbling. My parents and my siblings complain about it all the time. I mumble. I talk too fast sometimes, like right now. And um, so I thought I was just trying to enunciate, but then it made me start thinking a little bit deeper. Like, am, am I putting on a Canadian accent? Am I trying too hard? But like you said, it's just this code switching thing where, like you said, it just makes things a little bit easier for people to understand you. When, I, when we just moved here, I had a very thick Jamaican accent. And I was like worried. so thick that we can't even like emulate it's hard. what it sounded like. Yeah. You guys can't. I want to hear. I don't know, man. The and only way I can actually remember it is if I hear it in an old video. Of you me. see, that's the thing, though. If you ask me on command, mm -hmm. do a Kenyan accent. Yeah, you I, can. I won't know how. Because that's the thing. When you were speaking with a Kenyan accent, it wasn't a Kenyan accent. You were just speaking. Yeah, I was just speaking. speaking. Exactly. But if I get around my friends, then it just comes out. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And that's the thing I feel. Because it's just like right now, it's like, all right. At first, it started as something that was fake, but this mm -hmm. is this is this me. is how this you is talk, how I talk. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, you literally faked it till you made it. <laughs> yeah, big facts. Because yeah. I remember I was working in American Eagle. Someone comes in, and like working in American Eagle is like customer service or like cashier stuff. People couldn't understand me because my accent was so thick, mm -hmm. right? So then I found I was starting to, Jeez. I was trying to like switch this one. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Like, you can't understand me. Bro, I'm, I'm like, I'm speaking English. What do you mean you can't understand? It was In so your head, you're just like this. I'm being so straightforward. I'm slowing down. I'm enunciating. And there's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. Imagine, if that's what, imagine if that's what brown people feel like anytime they call in oh for like air duct cleaning services or stuff like that. You just Yo, genuinely let's not even man. talk about the spam calls I've gone this week. Mm -mm. So, okay. So, this podcast is kind of just directed towards millennials and how we navigate the world so that's kind of how millennials or gen z We're yes gen both z i just i just scoop just people everyone. in their 20s yeah that's the right word 20s like early 30s like all of y'all all of us if we you will. are early 20s i don't know about you aloha so no sorry. well you guys call me by my name please <laughs> <laughs> this whole this whole need to correct to sono every two seconds is weird call me by my govy call govy. me by so yeah do you think it's inauthentic um sometimes it is when we do it at work it mm. is inauthentic because we're trying to fit in or trying to get like a more 
their treatment or whatever. Do you think, because like, so for example, like you, I think at some point we've all worked retail, right? No. You haven't worked retail? I've shied away from retail as, as hard as I can. True. Mm-hmm. But do you have a retail voice? Customer service I could. Voice? I'm pretty sure. Like, I have a phone voice for when I'm answering interviews. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that. Like when you're talking to your people, like, yo, what's happening? What's blah, 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 blah. And then you call into, oh, yes, hi. Your voice goes up like mm-hmm. four or five tones. I don't know why. Like you, you, <laughs> Yoma does it a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yoma's voice goes up like five tones and he's just like super perky and bubbly because is it, is it you trying to seem less intimidating? Yo, I, I, I'll, I'll say it for you like this. This is my own therapy session. Thank you for joining me. Um, <laughs> I'm six foot three, well over 250 pounds. Well, not well over. I'm losing weight. Not well over no more. I'm losing weight. But I'm over 250 pounds. I'm six foot three, and I'm black. Okay? I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> so I've created an inner persona of a small white boy. And that is how I a small white A small white, white girl, no, I would think. No, a small white boy. Dead ass. No joke. Like, where it's just like... I'm cute. Don't be mean to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, there's a lot of... You see how much we have to do to survive? Bro. There's a lot. There's a lot. And it's, it, it's, it's really subconscious. I picked up on it, like, a few years ago. And it's just like, yo, what are you doing? Mm. Why is your voice so high? Why are you, why are you appeasing chest. or trying to de-escalate every situation you're in? Like, mm. I could kill you, you right just now sit on like i could sit on you and you would die but there's like a there's a thing inside of me where it's just like don't stir the pot don't make any noise don't take up too much space and i feel like that's what it that's what it really is when my voice goes up like five octaves mm-hmm. or when my shoulders like shrug or my posture is off because like you talking to you like when you all are playing like cod or something oh yeah your voice goes high yeah so he plays um his games with his friends Call of Duty Warzone mm-hmm. and his voice like goes up and because he's got his headphones on he's really loud but it's like really like hey guys come on we gotta go over there guys let's do this guys cover me <laughs> I wanna hear that Yo. I would love to and hear like, that these and are my first friends in Canada like high yeah. school friends but like look at him <laughs> and then if you were to hear him he's like yeah it's a little white boy like he says playing video games in the living room but it's it's funny that being said, on that note, is it better to be loved or feared? Well, for someone like me who's very, or who was, who's trying to get out of this very people-pleasing mindset, mm-hmm. I would have preferred to be loved than feared, definitely. Even after not wanting to be people-pleasing, I feel that there's still a part of me that's just like, love me, you know? <laughs> Choose, Choose me. me. <laughs> Pick me. me. Oh my. Feminism was set back 10 years. God. <laughs> Thanks, Meredith Gray. Argila, you're the complete opposite. So he's a big black man. You're a smaller black woman. Would you prefer to be loved or feared? Hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked it. I think I... Surprisingly... As a small black woman, people feared me a lot, like in high school. True. You think they were jealous, Gila? Not jealous. Gila's gorgeous, guys. So for those who can't see this, Gila is gorgeous. Cheekbones on point. Right? Stop. (laughs) 
Okay, never mind. That's too much. <laughs> Go on. I take it back. My head, my head is too big. It is. It really it, is. No, her head is actually. Her head no, is. stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was feared just because, like, I apparently come off as intimidating the first time you meet me, and that's just because I have like resting bitch face. So people would think like I'm a no nonsense person. So it was I don't know. I didn't get that from that you the in, first time. In, in high, high school. school. Okay, in fair, high fair, school, fair. that's what they thought. But mm. then, like, when I came, because people would tell me that, mm-hmm. I've tried. Throughout the years, I've tried to, like, to be, be more nicer. approachable <laughs> yeah. and to smile more. So, um, I, d- I think I would rather be loved than feared. I feel like I would rather people come to me with without fear and, like, just... <sighs> Sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's a tequila. <laughs> Love their feared. Harold mm-hmm. <laughs> comes across as a person who's gonna say respected. I mean like, that's. I mean at the bottom me, like, line, I like that's what it is. Though. I don't want fear. I want to be respected. You but no, I feel like that's me. that's what it, feared has been a thing that's been around for a while. Mm. Because I have resting bitch face. Yes, you do. I don't particularly want to talk to people. I don't particularly <laughs> want to get to. You know don't particularly people. like people. I don't. Yeah, I don't particularly like people. Yeah. And that's the thing. I would rather be loved. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. love me for me. The person who doesn't want to talk to people. The person who doesn't want to be. Bro, that around. is very deep because me and had a conversation. I'm gonna bleep this out, <laughs> but uh-huh. me and had a conversation because very quiet, very reserved. Like she's very you energy. Mm-hmm. And she says, so we went out with a couple of our friends or whatever. And he, she was saying how she likes how one of my guy friends and his girl, his girl's really quiet. So she's like, I like how I can say names because I can bleep it out. So I like how lets be herself. And she's very, very quiet. And at the time, I was still like navigating being with someone who was super quiet while I was a bigger personality. So it was like, at the time, I was like, oh, yo, are you okay? Like, say something. Like, are you comfortable? Blah, blah, blah. And then... She just said, I like how he lets her be herself. Bro, from that day, I've never once asked her to speak See, up. That's the thing. Ever. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. But when you say being with someone who lets you be you, it mm-hmm. seems like the most simple Basic thing, in the thing world, ever. But yeah. we are definitely oh, it not doesn't happen that in the podcast because <laughs> me and my girl just had a fight about this. Oh. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear about it, okay? <laughs> so, yes. This segment's cropped. <laughs> I'm vetoing it. <laughs> Which one? No, but I, that's oh. actually mad facts, though. It's something that I'm generally working on because mm-hmm. there's so many times it's just like, I just want, just like how I want to be loved. I don't think that she cares about being loved or feared. She's just like, yo, respect me. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm just like, I just want everyone to like you. Just, <laughs> just be less of, uh, you know, and be more like, oh, oh. so that people yeah. can like you too. Because I want people to like me and like you. So, yeah, no, it's facts. It is people pleasing. So then on that note, this whole like notion of fear versus love. I posted something on my story yesterday, which is what sparked this whole conversation. So, Gila, so I posted on my story. If you haven't done anything, Jordan Peterson posted, and then I shared it. If you haven't done anything wrong, don't apologize. First of all, why are you following that man? <laughs> I have met. <laughs> Answer the question. More. He's quickly. a great man. I like the I like the way he thinks. I like the way he rationalizes his life. Oh. I literally just followed him after I had posted that post. I followed him after that post as well, but I've been following him for years. He's actually like I've known exactly. I've known of him for a long time. I have no idea who this Jordan man is. Jordan Peterson. He's the 
professor, like from UFC. UFC yeah. yeah. And he was a professor at Harvard as well. Mm-hmm. But he's like, there's one thing that he's really, really known for. I don't remember what it is, but like, he being just. transphobic? Oh. No, it wasn't. Oh, that. I didn't. Or being a misogynist? We can go through the entire argument <laughs> and uh. I will clear his name for him. Oh. But. Okay, we'll save that for the next podcast. Okay, so yes, yeah, so you 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 said yesterday that um, what I forgot what you said. You said, "Oh, are you?" Be, you said, "Am I being serious?" And I'm like, "I mean, we live in Canada. People apologize for fun every two seconds. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry." Sorry, so, can I just get by? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you apologizing? You didn't do anything wrong. So you had asked. Let me actually pull up the chat. You had asked if um if I did something to offend someone. Or no, if if something I did offended someone else or whatever it was, where is it? Do you want me to? Yeah, paraphrase? you can say it. Yeah. Okay. Basically, what I asked was that if uh, you offended, if you did something that wasn't necessarily wrong in your eyes, but it offended the next person, and mm. they came to you and they told you that they were offended, and you can genuinely see in their eyes that they're offended by that, but you feel like you did nothing wrong, are you apologizing? You did nothing wrong. Exactly. They're offended. So then is it one of those things where you apologize for hurting their feelings, but not for what you did? Is it which which mm-hmm. sign apologizes like that? Oh, I'm sorry. You were hurt by what I did. Well, that's not an apology. If you say I'm sorry, if that offended you or I'm sorry, you were hurt. That's not an apology. And I think if you're going to give an apology like that, just don't, don't bother. It. Don't give but it. Just take right it back to the person. But what you asked him to do. No, no, no. I asked him to just acknowledge that the other person is hurt and we're not always we're not always right we could be wrong yeah just because i don't see the wrong in it doesn't mean that it's not wrong Mm -hmm. fair so i need to put my pride aside and say sorry to this person i'm sorry for offending you that was not my intention when does it stop where do you draw the line because suppose someone sees your story of you twerking (laughs) or doing whatever you're living your best life Mm -hmm. on your story and then someone's just like gila as a Christian woman, I do not feel that you should have been putting your body out there like that. I'm if offended they are a that you. Christian woman, or I am a Christian woman. Either one. They are. Either one. Anyone. It's just like I feel very offended that you do something so vulgar and put it on the internet. Would you apologize? They don't like my lifestyle, so dead that relationship, dead that friendship. But would you apologize? That's the I'm question. I'm not apologizing there. I'm deading it. Boom. I'm deading. <laughs> Boom. Oh wait, wait, wait. Actually, 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 <laughs> I would apologize for being a disturbance. But I'm deading it there because I'm not changing my lifestyle. But I would apologize if you're offended. Mm. But what is the apology for if you're if there's no means for offending of them? For offending them, I'm changing. I'm blocking them from everything so they don't have to see it anymore. <laughs> you're We're deading the friendship. Mm-hmm. Have you guys said sorry when you haven't done anything wrong? Yes, you- several Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Oh. Which is why, <laughs> which is why I'm so against it now. That's the thing. So I've gotten to a place, and I'm still navigating it, obviously, but I got to a place where I was just very unapologetic. I was like, you know what? This is me. Take it or leave it. I'm not going to apologize for who I am or how I am. Like, it is what it is. I actually did something like that, but mm. it was very toxic. Mm-hmm. That's I what I'm saying. So I'm still learning to navigate it. Yeah. was wrong. Well, that's different, though. Like, it was just like, if you know I'm what you're doing be is wrong. so blunt and so truthful. Gila, your forehead's big. And you can't get offended by that because I'm just speaking my mind. <laughs> and it was just like, no, because you, you didn't have to it. say that. <laughs> the way you said it hurt my feelings. So you got to a very toxic place where it's just like the first thing that pops into my head, I'm going to say it. 
why you look homeless? It's just like, no, 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 I'm not even trying to be mean or anything. That's just generally what I'm thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't take offense to Do you want me to not tell you the truth then? Is that what you want? I'm just like, like I wouldn't be being a good it. friend you if I didn't tell you. You see, that, that's the thing way. with me. Mm-hmm. It's never about what you say. It's about how you say it. Exactly. Yep. How you say it. How you say it means way more than what you actually say. Because I will always appreciate the truth. But mm-hmm. how you say the truth. There's a saying. Um, truth without... No, love without truth is hypocrisy. Truth without love is... Shoot, I forget. I look it up. But there was something like that where like there needs to be both involved, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it goes back to what you said. How you say it. I can say, yo, your breath stank. Versus... You want some gum? Yeah, let, I'm I'm bored. Let's go drink some mouthwash. Like, there's different ways of I'm saying. Bored. Let's go drink some mouthwash. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> That's way worse. No, but I mean, there's a way you can say things without it, like hurting the person's feelings, like up front. You know what I mean? But then again, could you consider that a real friend? I'm so the thing. The people that are my closest friends, no filter. It's like dad. Like, so go wash him out. <laughs> <laughs> like so, our dad is very like he. <laughs> I don't think that man knows how to spell filter, right? And he's he's a very genuine guy. That's the thing. My dad's a very super loving, super genuine guy. When he says things, it is just how he feels. Okay, mm. he's not trying to hurt your feelings. Oh, he's just very honest. I don't even think because I want to give an example, but I don't think we can put it in if I give that example. Oh, no, we'll say that off the air. I know exactly what you're talking about. Can I hear that? Uh, off the air, off the air, off the air. <laughs> um, I'm running out of storage space, so let's 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 get to the next question or the wrapping up, I guess. So, to you, to you guys, I guess, what's the best and worst thing about being a millennial? So, what's the best thing about being a millennial? What if I'm not a millennial? Okay, what's the best thing about being a... See, that's such a Gen Z response. <laughs> okay, what is the best thing about being a Zenial? Oh, we mixed. We are unapologetic. <laughs> like, there's... I think this generation is the most apologetic. Uh, apologize, uh, apologize for, for everything. Because uh, why I say that is like... That's that's me, though. That's not it's, the it's, whole... It's the snowflake generation. It's like, oh, you hurt my feelings. You need to cater the world to me it no, but depends remember what you said though remember what mm. you said about going to work with the durag and yeah, being unapologetic for what mm. for the way you are the accent you have whatever i feel like our generation is more like that than oh so more expressive work. in the more sense expressive okay i get what you mean yeah themselves Un- unapologetic for being them basically but but we are apologetic we we do apologize when we don't need to we are a more sensitive generation very definitely. very so I don't think unapologetic is the right word. Maybe not. We're very, I'd say we're more brave in mm. the boundary pushing of just Okay, yeah, like challenging society. societal norms. Yeah. yeah, 100%. What's the worst thing about being a millennial slash Gen Z? So we're clear. I'll, I'll give you this question, actually. Oh. Oh. I feel like you had something to say about I know, that. that's why I want him right. to answer. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a loaded question. I have so many answers for this. But I like, know the perfect answer, but I'm going to wait for him to go first. <laughs> living, in the, living in the world we inherited. Damn. Ooh. Because we have so many expectations from Previous the generation before us of how life is supposed to be navigated and how we're supposed to do things. Damn. When ideally we'll never come close to that. Because it's just like at this they age, at this age, it. I had a house. I was like, have you seen the housing market? No. At this age, I had 
this and that money. It's like, okay, do you look at this? Like, I know people whose parents didn't have to go to college to have the job that they have mm-hmm. now. Apprenticeship. And now you have to have a master's degree to make minimum wage. Yeah. Mm. So it's just like the expectations of living in the world we've inherited don't match up to what we actually have to face. That is deep. And I think that's the oh. hardest that's thing. That's deep. And that came from a guy who f- who's four shots deep right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how he takes shots and he starts to mix them. The yeah, Casamigos made him deeper. <laughs> True. So well, what was your thing? Doesn't seem as perfect no, it's then. not. But let's hear it. You said it with your chest. Nah, I was going to say, see how, see how I made my voice deep there so that it can sound so yeah, a little more, more deep. sincere, you know? More um, mm-hmm. For me, what I was going to say, the what was it? The biggest downfall? The worst thing about being a millennial. The worst thing about being a millennial, for me, I'd say is the selfishness self-centeredness the self-importance mm-hmm. where it's just like i am the center of the universe hear me roar kind of vibe and it's just like focus more on the it's not the society it's focused more on the group mm. like okay yo life is perfect for you now but what could you do to make sure that life is perfect for those around you as well Rather than, oh, this is my problem. This is what I'm going through. You want everyone to help you. Mm-hmm. But then when it's the other way around, it's kind of like, mm, not my problem. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. Okay. I like that. I like these thoughts. Gila, what's the most beautiful thing in your life at the moment? My eyelashes. <laughs> Apart from Tiffany. Oh, mm. Tiffany. Oh, she's beautiful. I she's perfect. <laughs> love her um uh, right now i would say the peace um it's it's very quiet here like where where i live Mm -hmm. so i'm at peace and i'm just at a point where i don't put myself in spaces where there's people that i'm not comfortable with or people that disturb my peace (laughs) vibes vibes so yeah it's been like that for like the last two months and i think for the last five years i haven't had peace actually i haven't had peace it's been either i live in a noisy place or i live in a quiet place with noisy people so i've never (laughs) yeah i don't want peace i want problems (laughs) 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 you're most the most beautiful thing in your life right now i'd say my attitude Mm. especially since breaking my leg it's really taught me a lot about just being more grateful like there's literally in times where i'd be like yo i can't walk right now or "Ooh, that's a sharp pain but thank you god mm. like this is i feel it's the first time where i've ever been able to be thankful in a painful moment because at first it's also like oh my god oh this sucks i'm like do i actually have to go through this but then mm. at a certain point it's just like your pain is temporary. Mm-hmm. It will pass. You've learned that because injection after injection, surgery, getting up, can't walk, pain, pain, Swollen pain. Cord. Yeah. It all goes by. So all you have to do right now is just be grateful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, that I still have my leg. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, that I'm still alive. Thank you for waking me up this morning. And then you start becoming more grateful for the little things. Definitely. Because it puts things into perspective. Yeah, because when you go through some struggle, bro, and you come out of it, <coughs> everything else just seems so insignificant. Like, mm-hmm. why would I worry about this? Yep. Like, why am I stressed about this? Why does this matter? 
Like, so like I'm up <laughs> every day. Like, like I have a roof over my head. It's just like, bro, if you die in two weeks, you're replaced. Yeah, Why are you yeah. gonna stress over this? Why? Don't stress yourself. Haral, what's the most beautiful thing in your life right now? My girl. Uh-huh. I knew he was gonna say that. That's why. That's why I asked him last. Hey. No, like for real. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous, man. She is. Inside and out, like. I'm still waiting for pictures. They keep on saying these things, and I just want to see it. You know, like that's that's my best friend for real. Vibes, yes, man. That's so that's so important, man. My dad's told us from like childhood, marry your best friend Mm. for sure. Just, uh, I can't even say it on here, but the the amount of weird shit we just get into. Vibes. Where it's just like it's just us. Yeah. If we had to explain to someone else, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you guys on?" But like, doesn't need to make sense. It's just us. It don't need to make sense. Yeah, that's vibes. I love that. That's my best friend. I love that for you. Shouts out to beep. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to her, yeah. what's the what's the most beautiful thing in your life um my wallpaper man can we see <laughs> what's her name hey. what do you mean her the wagon on there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah easily the most beautiful thing in my life but this is not about me this is about you um last question before we wrap up what's your advice to millennials slash gen z peoples We'll do it in reverse order. You first. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. I like take, that. Stop mm-hmm. taking things so serious. It doesn't matter. I like that mm-hmm. a lot, Those, actually. All the stuff that you're stressing about. I know life can be hectic, but like it, it doesn't matter. Vibes. All right, yo, man. That's deep. Damn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. In addition to what he said, but I still have my own separate thing, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is. Yeah. So that's in addition to what he said. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, it's the advice I'd give to them mm. is look outside yourself. Mm. It's not always about you. How can you help the person around you? And then how can that help that you've given them? Allow them to help the next person. So basically do ayahuasca. Sorry. <laughs> Experience ayahuasca. And then you become be one to, with the earth, you know. Then you'll look at life differently. But Gila, what's your advice to your generation? Ugh. Do what makes you happy. Not what makes your mom and dad happy. Do what makes you happy. Mm. It's you. Come on now. It's going to be you and just you in the end. At the end of the day. So. Yeah. That's it. I love that. All right, guys. Thanks for. What about you? I'm always trying to escape being asked (laughs) questions. (laughs) Um, My advice to this generation. do better don't overcorrect from the mistakes of the previous generations which i think is something that we're all navigating right now is we're trying to overcorrect so while our parents and grandparents were very i need to do all of this for let's use work for example i need to work at this place for 25 35 years show my loyalty and then i'll get a nice pension and retire whereas our generation is more like do what serves you like no one cares about this company. They'll, like you said, they'll replace you in two weeks. I think we need to work on finding that sweet middle ground for the future generations to be able to have the best of both worlds, prioritizing self-care, but at the same time, understanding there's a sense of community that is required in the world as a whole. But yeah. Nice. Wow. 
You just that. stole all of our ideas like. and fused it into one. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what millennials do. That's what makes a good podcast host. You know, Come on now. Yeah. Together. Facts. Uh, thanks for, thanks for joining, guys. I appreciate this. Let's do a shot to wrap it up. Yeah, this is fun. Hey. <laughs> I already have mine poured, by the way. I stay on. Always. It. Stay ready. Always. Gila, yeah, just finish the bottle. Yeah, Gila, let's chug that. <laughs> You're home. <laughs> just chug it. Oh, Ew. Uh, we need some background music for this. Yeah. I hope I don't run no, out. No, no, no. I, I want to show you my picture. Ooh, Ooh. I feel so special. Hey. Yeah, hey, hey. Oh, whoa! I'm driving. I mean, she's a pink. She's a painting. She's a painting. Wow. Come on. Now nah, she's yeah. gorgy. She does real. not look brown at all. I thought she was like mixed. If anything, black. No. She's I like her though. She's very good looking. You, well. you did good, homie. Thank you. All right, one time for your birthday and one for Le Ciseur. Yeah, Le Ciseur. Oh, Ciseur. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I contact. I contact. Cheers. Oh, my God. It's so light. Cheers. Hello. I contact. You're going to ask me. No, you won't. <laughs> We seen his shorty. Mm. Actually, this mixed with lemonade spoiled the lemonade, but it fixed the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks. Why won't anyone invite me?